0: 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. Pick us up as either a radio loop or a podcast. You know how that works by now because you're listening uh, to us via one, uh, one form of that or the other. Uh, and we're very glad to have you with us. It is the 9th of May. Uh, it is uh, here in New York. It's uh, the, the with with the change in the season. I really haven't focused on this much uh, for so much of the year. I'm starting the show uh, in the dark and eventually ending it, or at least I'm uh, by the time we're, we're we're producing it and editing it and, and putting it out. Uh, the light has shone through the windows here in the studio. Now, this time of the year uh, in New York, as we get closer and closer to the 21st of June, uh, by 5 AM, and, and my day is pretty much underway by then, uh, by 5 AM, you look up in the sky, certainly in the east, you know where the sun rises from, but uh, the studio windows happen to look towards the west, towards the Hudson River. Um, this is, uh, you are well aware, even now, uh, with more than a month to go, something like something like seven weeks to go until the summer solstice, uh, you got light in the sky at 5 a.m., and, and you have light in the sky well after 8, going towards 8.30, and as we hit the peak of all that, uh, in about, uh, like I say, six weeks, seven weeks, you will have uh, the, the, more, the first light, uh, prima luce, as, as the Romans called it, uh, the rhododactylos eos, as the, as the Greeks called it, as the Homeric Greeks called it. Uh, that will be, images of it or, or hints of it will be in the sky before 5 a.m., And the remnants of light will be in the sky well after 9 p.m. It's this difference of, is it six hours over the course of the year? Six or seven hours difference in the amount of daylight that we experience here at 43 degrees north latitude. Um, And it happens, of course. Uh, The change takes place perpetually because the Earth is at a 23 and a half degree tilt and, and it's going around the Sun at how many tens of thousands of miles an hour. Uh, and it makes this trip. And in the course of, uh, uh, you know, in the course of one year, that tilt makes sure that we are getting more or less sunlight, uh, in the course of a given day. It's easy to figure out if you, you know, the, all the experiments that should have been done, hopefully would have been done, if science were still being taught as regularly as it should be in grammar schools and, and high schools around the country, you can see easily why the Earth here at in a temperate latitude would be getting more or less sun, depending on where it is in its nearly nearly circular orbit in the course of a year held in place by a far oversized moon that orbits it directly around its uh, its, its 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 central equa- equator and keeps it Spinning uh, keeps it basically on that 23 and a half degree tilt with no real variation. So there's predictability in the seasons. There's predictability in the, in the, uh, in the timing of everything. And it works rather nicely. It's, it's taken us, I gather... A billion or so, or more years, to get to the point where everything is is running as smoothly as it does from a planetary uh, perspective. It's taken us <laughs> a little less time to, to, to screw things up uh, any number of times uh, in in recorded human history. Um, but we 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 we, um, we we soldier on, don't we, more or less I am convinced that that people who go into astronomy, uh, people who go especially people who who get involved in theoretical physics, uh, live live life at a is, is is it proper to say higher level? I'm not sure, but they, but it is being able to see the world and seeing the things that are around us and surround us and affecting us more, uh, the things that are affecting us on a massive scale, on a on a galactic scale, on a universal scale, on a on a multi-universal, on a multi-dimensional scale, as opposed to being uh, held to the political time frames that we are uh, all finding ourselves uh, shoved into, by virtue of the way we communicate to one another, now the communication is not necessarily the only thing that makes uh, our politics uh, the, the uh, overwhelmingly uh, front-of-mind thing that they are. There is some validity to what's going on, but I, but I, you know, it, it's there. It's it's around us. But I've said this on any number of shows uh, over the course of the six-plus years we've been doing center-left radio, and I think I said it as recently as on the last show, that you, you you know, I I, I get up in the morning, I, I do what I do, I now, on, on a show day, I prepare for the show, I'm doing the show, and despite whatever political uh, statements I may be making, in the course of the day, whatever, whatever commentary I may be offering, whatever objective realities are out there in the news, if you can basically wring them out of the political reporting that's out there, no matter what, um, my day and the day of most of the people listening to me right now is going to happen... And, and we'll begin and we'll have a middle and we'll have an end relatively relatively speaking unaffected by the stuff that we're talking about okay so so what I'm talking what, what if I talk about Donald Trump if I talk about uh, some uh, if I talk about the state of the Supreme Court if I talk about women's rights if we talk about if we talk about gun violence if if, if By and large, this stuff is going to be no more prevalent one day or the other, or from one day to the next, than perhaps it has been in the last, I don't know, year, two years, five years. We're we're experiencing these things, or most of us, are experiencing these things from a particular perspective, especially here in the New York area, where, thank God, laws and rules uh, affecting guns and women's rights and, and 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 that sort of thing, what what the Republicans would attempt to make cultural uh, cultural war issues out of, where there's a fair amount of protection. Not to say that there are no problems. Uh, uh, we, we are finding ourselves finally, uh, and this is, this is where you talk about where things could change. Uh, the, uh, Greg Abbott, uh, who I've managed to mention several times in recent shows, the governor of Texas, uh, who basically uh, is committed to making everybody in America feel his pain, and I'm, I'm convinced the guy lives a very, very tortured life. Uh, he has a, an interesting past. It, it seems to be off base or, or, or not uh, normally permitted to recognize the fact that he's in a wheelchair and has been since, I gather, he was somewhere in his 20s, was out jogging someplace and literally had a tree fall on him. I, 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 read, I, I looked this up. The guy had a tree fall on him, and has been paralyzed, I think, from the waist down, uh, for the uh, for this uh, since then, and he's uh, well into his 50s or 60s at this point. Managed to pull a, a successful political career out of it, become uh, governor of Texas, and is one of the. From my perspective, one of the meanest sobs <laughs> that I can imagine, which I imagine popularizes him from a personal perspective for some people but but that is at odds with how people seem to react to his policies, even in texas uh, you you uh, there there have been uh, the strangest series of uh of re- interviews and reviews and studies being done in Texas about how people really feel about everybody should have guns and you could be out there and do it and, every, and everybody is a criminal in abortion and the woman is a criminal and the doctor is a criminal and we're gonna get them all and 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 and, and send all of those people up north, all of those people crossing the border, but, but don't do a damn thing about changing immigration laws. It's that people are not in favor largely of the positions he holds but he yet he holds a political position that seems to be uh, a fulfillment of the cultural the need that people down in Texas and you see this repeated around the country it's a need to have this conflict this, um, this loggerhead's position against dem libs, even if the stuff the guy is doing is stuff that you might not otherwise be in favor of, we we had this happen in Wisconsin. We had this happen in Michigan, where laws uh, uh, involving women's rights after Roe v. Wade was uh, was was struck down. Bizarrely, uh, the, the most biz- one, one of the more bizarre opinions ever written by a Supreme Court justice, Sam Alito—a purely political, ridiculous uh, destruction of Starry Decisis with no real basis or understanding about it. Uh, th- th- this, this—you—you you find that the people involved in these states really are not. Behind the 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 political pronouncements of their leaders and give it an opportunity opportunity to vote directly, in other words, where something can be done outside of the chambers of the state legislature, where a mega, where a super majority of Republicans will automatically uh, go for some super right-wing positions or super political, you know, political war positions, culture war positions, you give it back to the people, and the people say, we really don't want this craziness and and you begin to understand that maybe maybe we're not living in a Wackadoodle, a doodle a total wackadoodle a doodle world, and that the total number of wackadoodles in America, the people who actually want to have everybody carrying an AR-15 in the street, and want every woman to be prosecuted and sent to prison, and doctors uh, executed for performing abortions, and, and whatever the hell else insanity. It's a relatively small number of people, percentage-wise, it, it used to be the, the way uh, the way I the way I was uh, hearing it. You know, we were talking thirty-five percent of the country is ultra super conservative. Well, maybe that's the percentage that might vote that way, but but when you start really really drilling down as to how 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 much people really want to have all of the crazy positions and and you of course find out about the fact that 80 plus percent want to have full background checks for guns 85 or 80, 90% want no no automatic weapons on the street and this crosses all republican and democratic and except for this small percentage and and the percentage of people who are really wackadoodle, and I'm sorry, I, that's the only term I could use. It's, it's anger and self-defeating uh, uh, sort of uh, grittiness that is just beyond really, I think, a common sense or rational understanding or acceptance of what is good in your life. Wanting to basically cut off your nose to spite your face. That crowd, the percentage of Americans that fall into that particular uh, bucket are probably somewhere in the 15%. Now, I'm I'm ex- I'm making this up, but I mean I'm I'm saying if a third would vote for Donald automatically, if there if those are the base, the people who are absolutely engaged in and embracing that base, are substantially fewer. Most, most people in the base, given the opportunity to basically vote on, directly, to vote directly on those things which would affect their lives and the lives of their wives and daughters, and affect their kids if they go to school and might get killed, you put it up as a referendum, and you, and you look at what happened in Wisconsin and Michigan. People suddenly get rational. It, it, it's it's perspective, it's presentation, it's it's how we have uh, managed to basically make ourselves slaves of the minority in this country, how we have basically or 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 looking at it another way how the how the minority how the Republicans uh, confronted with dropping poll preferences and, and 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 dropping numbers generally basically have found a way to uh, use their minority position to govern everyone else. The courts have been a major way in which this has been done. But we, we are we are arriving at a place where there is the uh, the dominance, the, the 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 oppressiveness of a minority. And and it's simply because the system has been, depending again your point of view the system has been brilliantly manipulated the system the american system generally our laws generally have been manipulated in a way to basically allow a minority of the country to dictate to the majority and 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 i think we have to you got to keep that in mind. Every time we run across a a, a cultural or any other issue and it's suddenly uh, the media wants us to extrapolate from one event in one day into the death of America or the destruction of the Democratic Party, whatever. Whatever works politically on a given day. We, the people are probably something like 80 to 85% of the country the non the non freaks the non crazies there are there are are probably 80 there are 85% of the country mo, we as a group 85% could probably sit down any any pull any bunch of people out of that 85% and have a a, a semi-rational conversation once the ground rules were established and we begin talking about those things that we all want in our lives, health care and job security and, and safety for our kids and women's rights and all of these other things, we could probably get closer on what it is we want, than any of us would imagine at this moment in time. Now, again, I'm, I'm throwing out a number. Let's say somewhere between eighty and eighty-five percent. It's sure as hell isn't split down the middle. I fifty percent of the country wants guns everywhere, and they want women to be prosecuted. And they, no. Hell no! That's not how America is actually set up right now. We have been manipulated into a situation where people are able to feed off of the emotional response to extremes and in that way persuade people to basically vote uh, just to be non-lib, to basically um, uh, find some kind of a niche that they can that they can link themselves to, that basically says I'm not a liberal, even if the if the if the voting ultimately carries with it negatives uh, against their own lives. today is one of those days where there is it would be so easy so easy as a democrat as a liberally oriented but not far left i'm center right i center left i call myself center that's the show is center left radio and i think that's where i've always been and where i am hell when i was uh, when i was younger because of what my parents were my parents were uh, I would call them mindless Republicans. They, they probably would be in that 15 to 20% group. Uh, were they alive right now? They, they were when they, they. There was no talking or thinking, there was simply reacting to. Uh, that's how they were. Uh, and, and they were hyper religious also. So all of that came together with them. That's always been here. The difference. Is the control that this minority has? My parents were, were coming up. Uh, the, the The religious, the religious nuts, the religious hyper weirdo political types, didn't have power simply because, um, from a religious perspective, they didn't want it. This was this was bad stuff. And then religion's figured out that, wait a minute, whoa, hang on, we can take a lot of, we can get a lot done, and we can we can keep ourselves going. And, and, but at the same time now, look at religion in America, and look at the numbers of people who affiliate themselves, who claim to be affiliated with particular people, numbers dropping like rocks. And yet, we're, look at how the power is being centered. We, uh the question is not so much what we are, it's a question of how we've allowed ourselves to be governed, and that begs the larger question of how we allow ourselves to perceive ourselves. If we're, if we're satisfied with having uh, battles, and if the sense of being embattled with the other side uh, is, is, is fine for you, in other words, if you could fall into the grievance mentality, well then, just for the sake of having a battle, you will most likely imagine your enemy to be more powerful than, you will grant your enemy, your your opponent, far more strength Then they are really possessed of from a numerical perspective. You simply, uh, you are are thinking in terms of us-them. The reality of numerica, of course, is that the us is massive. The them is relatively small. Maybe four to one is the ratio. But the them have figured out a way And much of it has to do with control of the courts, packing uh, very conservative justices in there to basically uh, hold aside, uh, pull back from what would be popular decisions in favor of uh, far-right-wing stuff that seems to have this we finally got it done appeal for a lot of people without thinking about what the practical implications are. Again, I'll go back to what I said. Today, looking at the world, the political world around us, you have, let's see, you have the, the southern border of the United States uh, showing signs of getting crazier and crazier. You have crazy Greg Abbott uh, angry, I, I would, you would think a guy in a wheelchair would have a hell of a lot more empathy than this guy does, but he's angry as all hell, and basically, again, emotionally uh, appealing, apparently, to Texans. To the At least he ain't lib, but not really recognizing what his thing is and how his thing is affecting their lives, or willing, up, at least up to this point, to allow his policies to basically overwhelm their their personal needs. And statistically, this is panning out. Most people don't necessarily agree with him, but would rather have him than a lib. Why? Because we've been fed this notion that we need to have this, this fight. We have to be on one side or the other, and libs have been running this show far too long, so the the so-called—they're not conservative. The Trumpian types, the MAGAists, are all say all prepared to cut their noses off despite their faces to live in a world that sucks, basically, just so they can say we stuck it to the libs. How damned crazy is that? How many uh, how many mass shootings have there been? What happened again in Texas over the weekend? G- Abbott gets on the air and says, "Well, you know, we're putting so much money into mental health, and and and, and ignoring just 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 callously ignoring the fact that uh, that basically uh, it was a it was a it was a hateful son of a bitch with an automatic weapon that went ahead and shot the hell out of people." No, no, we're going into mental health. Well, well, listen, you dumb freak. The, basically, there's plenty of places on the planet that have mental health problems. Plenty of countries around the planet have mental health problems, but they don't have mass killings like, like America does with, with automatic weapons. What does that tell you? Nothing, as far as you're concerned, but it's, it's just another talking point. Something else to make us angry at one another. Angry enough to cut off our noses, or at least the Republicans, to cut off their noses despite their faces. And, and, and the more the anger builds up, the more ridiculous the positions become. The more, the more frightened people are of losing what they've finally, finally gained after all this time. Uh, you know the, the the religious groups of the church. We finally made abortion illegal. We finally destroyed. We have taken. We've made the godlessness. I don't know how the hell they they even think it, but but they they have basically found a way to basically now you know sneer and glear and go yes ah we got, we finally yeah we got. and for what to what end. To, to, to what about human life to what about uh, to what about choice? So what about everything that the Constitution was about in terms of taking re, taking uh, religious considerations out of our political discourse? To what end in the belief in the Supreme Court that basically is is violating itself? for the sake of being differentiated. This, this same, the same notions of, of we finally won, we are finally getting back at those libs, it, and, it, and the blind political rage that seems to come with it is infecting every area of our society and it's and it's and it's disproportionate to the number of people who are in the blind rage except that it makes the rest of us prone to blind raging as well all of which would suggest and this is where I'm going, and I started with I started with the theoretical physicists who who find a way out of this literally by by recognizing that the world that that what we are doing on a momentary basis is so infinitesimally small compared to the larger structures that surround and govern us that are so much more almost immutable. They're, they're, they are. They are perpetual by any by any uh, reasonable definition uh, certainly looking at it if you're sitting from a political perspective and looking up at how at how the universe works the universe looks perpetual it's not it will come to an end uh, then you you'll you'll have to get into uh, some theoretical physics and and possibly philosophy uh, and, and I guess theology would take you there also but about what the ultimate fate of this universe will be, the next universe, the possibility of additional universes springing forth from collapses and and, and, and explosions of other universes, things that happen over billions of years, maybe even trillions, these are the things that take you out of the day-to-day, the mundane. But they're very hard to leave, it's hard to go there and to think along these lines if you are totally wrapped into the small, the the minuscule, the need to fight, the the need to preserve our first-time and our only-time victory, and if we don't preserve this victory, if we are not politically forceful and angry and hateful if we don't hold them off, well then, we'll never get a chance again. And and the irony, of course, is that if we were to speak, if we were to basically sit down and talk about those things that we share, those things that we all need... And do it outside of a purely... The ground rules would say no shouting, no yelling, non-confrontational. It's going to be a discussion of what we are and what we need. And as long as you can avoid those discussions, as long as you can preserve anger and antipathy and everything else... Because, because sitting down and talking would be both, A, possible, and B, could not lead to the same level of anger and antipathy. If anything, it's going to release it, it's going to dissipate it. As long as you can keep people from talking, as long as you can keep the anger going, basically, you can keep a minority of wingnuts, a minority of idiots, of, 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 of idiots. In control of much of the mechanism of America. All we have to do, really, when you when you simplify it down, when you really, really, really boil it down, is stop being afraid. Stop having this fear of one another. Stop imagining that they are so out of their effing minds that we couldn't even begin a conversation. Stop it. J- just, just say, no. no, 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 no. Let's talk. Let's take a first step. I, I keep going back to Wisconsin and Michigan who vo- that, that voted, was it, was it Kansas also, that voted to preserve, within their state constitutions, the right that a woman had to an abortion. That it could not be outlawed, no matter what the, the insanity of the, of the Supreme Court was. It, 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 that is contrary to everything you can imagine. But it's yes. I imagine there was there was there were there was a political battle that must have taken place before these referendums, before these special votes. But but in the end, individuals were given a chance to think about what they wanted, how they wanted their lives to work, not what their goals were in terms of being contrary to someone else, not their positions in a political, uh, cultural war issue. If you're on one side, I must be on the other. No! What do we need? What will make our lives better? And, And once we get away from this war issue... That, of course, we, we engage only in battle, and when we engage in battle, there are only two sides, and one side wins and the other side loses. Once, once we can pull ourselves away from this, I, I, I can't help but believe it will take very little effort to basically deflate the the, the abilities to deflate the power of the ultra-extremes, probably on all sides. America does govern from the middle. America does work best in a cooperative, progressive way of doing things. And there's nothing to prevent us from continuing or finding or rediscovering our capacity to function progressively. We got a guy in there, Donald, showed up, and he was a master on a personal level, on, a, on his own internal, you know, angered soul, on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a damaged level, was able to basically take his psyche and superimpose it on a nation. And his strategy, which was to basically say, only I can save you, and it's us versus them, and to basically work with conservative groups out there who already were working, who, who had his mindset in, in mind, and essentially were working to control the courts and other institutions so that a, min- a dictatorship of a minority could actually take place. What was missing? What was missing was the Supreme Court and the presidency. And he got it. He found a way to do it. But it didn't work. He lost, and he'd lose again. I'd like to believe he'd lose again. <coughs> Can't be sure, but he lost by 8 million votes. Huge, huge loss. And he, he'd probably lose by more. And the reality is, is that he's going to be basically, he's, he's going to be indicted more, and he's going to be convicted more, and how they basically punish him will be another story. But all of that is out there right now. And 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 there are a group of people who uh, are basically depending on the twenty percent wackadoodles out there to keep every keep the rest of us keep them as wacky as you can keep them and keep and show them for how wacky they are. Make sure people understand how wacky they are, so that we can be in a defensive mode, because in a confrontational defensive mode. The wackadoodles, that's the only environment in which the wackadoodles can preserve themselves. If we actually start talking to one another, if we actually start discussing our issues, the wackadoodles can't survive. They can no longer run the show because we're not going to be living in their fear Right now, we're living in a state of heightened fear, which is wackadoodle produced, doodle generated, and we are we're, we're sort of wallowing in it. We just can't seem to find a way out, and it starts with simply talking to the other. You know. The other? (music) Having a rational conversation about what do we want in this country? What do we prefer for our children? If it's something other than a uh, hyper-religious extreme position, a a cult demand... That basically does not take into account personal uh, safety or or personal uh, preferences that you're trapped in some place. Except for that 20% that will be there, you're going to have a hell of a good conversation with just about anybody else about what we want and what we need and what we're willing to accept and what we shouldn't be accepting. And once those conversations start, once America begins talking to itself, once again, the capacity of this wackadoodle minority, this 20%, to hold the rest of us in check begins to dissipate very, very rapidly. But we have to begin by unfearing, by pulling ourselves away from fear. As long as we can be convinced that it is us versus them, and there's no possible way that anything that I have or want could be something you would have or want, or something we could share, or there isn't any possible way there's a position we could have a common ground on, or at least have a reasonable basis for disagreement over, a rational way in which we'll disagree, but find a working mechanism there's no way we could ever get back to progressivism sitting down hashing things out recognizing that no one will ever get everything but will find a compromise set of solutions to make things work not this We've been out of it forever and ever. Say the wackadoodles, this is our last chance to preserve it all. We've got to take it all over. That's That will lead you eventually to do some pretty weird, damned things. Stupid things. Angry things. And you'll always look, you'll always, the wackadoodles will always tend to the cultural. They'll always tend to the crazy. That's where they're coming from. They're not we, will, we cannot allow them to run our, our souls or, or our country, but we don't stop them by bashing them or uh, physically uh, attacking and knocking them down. We, we basically do it by talking among the rest of us and let the wackadoodles become more and more isolated and let them realize it and let us begin to realize that we don't have to live under the tyranny of a minority, that in in deference to the wackadoodles, believing that they have to support them, otherwise there's no way we can keep Republicans in power, even if we have to embrace the wackadoodle. I'm not comfortable with these wackadoodles, but we have to. How else can we be in power? No. These Republicans must also learn that they don't have to have wackadoodles within and among them in order to have some sense of position and power. The wackadoodles are not the the, the be-all and end-all of Republican strength in this country. A rational position is what will give the Republicans a valid party once again. They're lacking one of those right now. You watch, you watch Kevin McCarthy and, and the wackadoodle contingency within the Congress, and they're the ones that are trying to basically shut down the country because they will not accept a damn thing. They won't accept the debt ceiling unless everything on earth is defunded. De- defund the FBI, defund police, de- everything and anything that could be against us... Uh, uh, just defund it, and, 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 and Biden, you have to defund all of what you did with the Infrastructure Rebuilding Act. Just defund it. Take, say, the wackadoodles. No. No, you don't. You don't have to go with that. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to live in a constant state of us-them. You don't have to empower this Ridiculous minority by simply accepting that the only form of communication is by fighting and 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 struggling and anger and 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 basically uh, the 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 media uh, the social media and regular media uh, uh, need to on a daily basis extrapolate from any one event to apocalyptic or non-apocalyptic conclusions everything basically precluding dialogue and discussion. We've got to get back there. Before we do anything else, though, we have to recognize that we are manipulating ourselves and being manipulated largely into a state of fear, into believing there's no other way to go, that America is just not possible any longer. That's ridiculous. It always has been ridiculous. And the guy that I believe sees it more than anyone else is Joe Biden. I've said this in recent shows. Been around too long, been a politician too long, understands how these games are played, sees how it's gotten out of hand. It's out of hand, okay. But there is a road back And the first step in that road is to recognize that we are manipulating ourselves. We are not different species, Republican and Democrat. But we are being manipulated into imagining that we are. Begin with that. Talk to someone you wouldn't normally talk to. And let's see where it goes from there. A little jazz. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You've been listening to Central Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. So long as we allow ourselves to be manipulated into believing that we live in opposing political camps that are, that are militarized to someone else's vision of two opposing Americas, we will not find a way to live together, but we can so easily. There are 80% of us who actually could communicate easily tomorrow.